and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians Podcast. Today you are joined by your host, Tiara, and thank you so much for tuning in for what is now episode 7 of my 2020 Comp Prep mini-series. Now, you know, today this is a bit of a special episode because I am recording this on Sunday, the 1st of March, 2020, which puts me at one day post show. So that's right. Yesterday was show day. I competed with the IFBB for the very first time at the Queensland qualifiers and boy, what an amazing day. And oh my gosh, I have so much to say, but You know, before I get into a show day recap, I thought it'd be a good idea, you know, to just quickly recap on this past week, you know, and tell you guys about what happened during my peak week and how it went. So pretty much peak week in a nutshell was one of the most relaxing and calm and enjoyable weeks I've probably had in the last six months of prep. It was honestly... I couldn't have imagined a more perfect peak week. Honestly, I was just so freaking chilled out. It was fantastic. And I know that I spoke in depth in my previous episode, episode six, you know, about my plan of attack for peak week, but pretty much what I did was I just tapered up carbohydrates throughout the week. I tapered down my training volume and my training intensity. I was just practicing posing every single day. I was just keeping cool and calm. You know, my blood pressure and my resting heart rate were on the down low. Like I just felt good getting really good quality sleep. I just felt so relaxed. And as the days went on, it really, really showed in my physique. You know, I just felt like I was getting leaner and tighter every single day. And It also showed, you know, in my scale weight as well, because on Monday morning, I weighed in at 58.5 kilograms. And then from Monday until Wednesday, I was eating 200 grams of carbohydrates, which was an extra 50 grams on top of my low days from the week before. And if you guys remember, I talked about how, you know, I was eating 150 grams of carbohydrates per day for five days of the week on my low days. And my body was just not having it, you know? It hated me for that, and it was really, really fighting back with inflammation and stress and water retention, and it was not a fun time, you know? But this week, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I brought my carbohydrates up to 200 grams, which still had me in a decent deficit, but not as large of a deficit as the week before, but My scale weight, it just had that whoosh effect. And from Monday until Thursday morning, my scale weight actually dropped from 58.5 kilograms all the way down to 58 kilograms flat, which was just crazy, you know? And uh, it really, really showed in my physique. I just felt leaner as the days went on. And to be completely honest, It just made me feel so happy and so proud of myself because I was really able to see all of my hard work from the previous 25 weeks, you know, the previous six months of prep. And I just felt like everything was falling into place. Everything was coming together, literally. (laughs) And at the same time, you know, bringing up carbohydrates, I had a little bit more energy, super relaxed, just posing every day. And uh, I just felt good, you know? I was so proud of myself because I could confidently say that I had put in the work and I had followed the plan. And because of that, I was in the best condition of my life so far and I was just, I was really proud and I think that's a really important thing to acknowledge is that if you do put enormous effort into something, it's okay to stop and smell the roses and acknowledge your achievements, okay? You should be able to confidently say that, yes, I am proud of myself because look what I've achieved. I've done this, you know? So I was feeling really good, feeling really, really proud and just very self-confident because 
I have never been in this physical state before, you know? My physique has never looked like this. And although it's not the best it will ever look, you know, give me another 10 or 20 years or so. <laughs> but so far, this is what I've built, you know? This is my masterpiece. And I'm really proud of that. And no one can take that away from me. And no one should be able to take it away from you either. And, you know, pretty much to top it all off, uh, another great thing that happened this week is that I was finally able to take my puppy for a walk outside. So if you guys know, you know, Jack and I did get a new Border Collie. Her name is Sam. And she's had to go through her puppy vaccination program, you know, over the past six weeks. So she's pretty much been quarantined to our house ever since we've got her. And, uh, this week, finally, I was able to take her out into the park and her, Jack and I were all able to go on a little walk with a, as a family. And it was just so wonderful, guys. It was so wonderful to finally be outside with her because I just felt evil, you know, because I go on walks every single day and I want to be able to take my dog like on a walk in the park with me. But leaving her at home, it just felt wrong. But Finally, I can take Sam on walks every single day, multiple times a day now. So that was just like the cherry on top of uh, making this a super wonderful week. But, you know, other than that, pretty much the beginning of the week in terms of training. So I did my normal lower body session on Monday afternoon at World's Gym Brisbane. And then Jack wanted to train at World's Gym Mount Gravatt on Tuesday because he was training legs and, you know, it's just, it was a super hot day. So Mount Gravatt does have air conditioning, which certainly worked in his favor, you know, for um, making his leg session a little bit more bearable. But for me, I am just not used to training in air conditioning. And especially when I have minimal body fat on me, I was very, very cold during my session and I just wasn't used to it. And uh, it was almost like it was uncomfortable, you know, like I found it incredibly difficult to get a pump during my session and I was training upper body. And, you know, due to that, like I just felt like I could not lift as heavy. I couldn't lift my normal numbers. You know, I had to bring most of my weights down by around 2.5 kilograms or so. And at the same time, I was just going pee like the entire session because when you're cold, you know, your blood volume, it redirects to your core. So it leaves your extremities and it redirects to your core. And that raises your blood pressure within the core of your body. And because you have raised blood pressure in that area, puts more pressure on your kidneys. So to lower total blood volume, to bring down your blood pressure. And that's why you actually go pee more when you're cold. So I was just going pee throughout this like entire session. I wasn't getting a pump, you know, like I didn't feel very strong, <laughs> but anyway, World's Gym Mount Gravatt is a fantastic gym, but I just need to be more acclimated to uh, training in a cold environment. I think that's why I love World's Gym Brisbane so much, even though on hot days, it's just very hot, very sticky, very just, I sweat like crazy, but it feels good, you know? I know that I train a lot better, you know? And I'm much stronger when I am warm and I get a much, much better pump. But yeah, Tuesday, that was pretty much my last normal training session of the week at World's Gym Mount Gravatt. Also did a bit of posing practice in their group fitness room, which was awesome. You know, they have a great floor, great lighting. It was really fun. And then on Wednesday, you know, Wednesday was so chilled out. I pretty much just had client calls during the day, went for a lovely walk with Jack and Sam, and then I treated myself and I went and got a one hour full body relaxation massage, which, oh my gosh, so amazing. You know, just, I love massages and I hardly ever get massages. I think I've only, this is the second time in my life I've ever actually paid for a massage and boy, it was wonderful. So yeah, that really, really relaxed me. So Wednesday was a totally chilled out day. And then Thursday, you know, Thursday was a special day as well because Thursday was the first day of my carb up and it was actually my last training session before show day. So 
Thursday, as normal, you know, a normal high carb day went up to 325 grams of carbs. And um, I would have preferred to train in the afternoon as I usually do, just so that I could get in at least two high carbohydrate meals into me, you know, at least like 200 or 225 grams of carbs in me before I train. But I had to actually train that morning after breakfast because I had to go and get my tan, you know, early afternoon, my first base coat of tan, but totally fine, you know? So still got in all my carbohydrates throughout the day, which is the main thing. And I was hyper insulin sensitive as usual. <laughs> so yeah, trained for the last time on Thursday morning, which was great. Literally just did a full body session. So I did four lower body, four upper body exercises, like three sets of each, not going anywhere near failure, you know, anywhere between like 10 to 15 reps kind of thing. So pretty much just did some barbell RDLs, some barbell hip thrusts, some leg extension, leg curls, some calf raises. And then I did some barbell bench. I did some lat pull down. I did some bicep curls, some shoulder press and some lateral raises and a little bit of core. And that was it. You know, it was actually a long session because it was a hell of a lot of exercises, but it just felt good. You know, like I wasn't under that pressure to hit specific numbers. I was literally just getting a pump and it felt great. You know, I felt like I was was starting, you know, to fill out a little bit, (laughs) even though it was still early days in terms of my carb up. But yeah, so I had that full body session Thursday morning. Then I drove down to the Sleeman Center to get my first coat of tan with ProTan. And This is the first time I've ever been tanned by ProTan and they actually put three coats on you. Uh, So the first one was on Thursday afternoon and it was like a, it was almost like a sticky kind of tan. I I really didn't like it. Like I felt like (laughs) it was just like, it was almost like it didn't dry properly, you know? So I just kind of felt like I had like this sheath of kind of gunk on me, which it's normal, but Yeah, I got my first coat of tan on Thursday afternoon and then just chilled out for the rest of the day at home. I just like put on track pants and a sweater. We just turned on the air conditioning and I just totally chilled out and like baked in this orange gunk. (laughs) And then Friday morning, so Friday again was another high carbohydrate day. And uh, on Friday morning, Yeah, pretty much I went for another walk with Sam and Jack. That was wonderful. Although I was still in my like orange gunky tan. So walking through the park and we lived near a school as well. So it was like a bunch of kids and their families. And I was just like this Oompa Loompa walking with my dog. (laughs) I was like, hey, Uh, but yeah, kind of funny. But luckily when I got back from my walk, I was able to shower off that coat of tan and Oh my God, a shower, I swear, has never felt so good. Like it was so nice to just get that stuff off of me. And then after that, you know, Jack and I drove to the gym. I just did some posing practice and I was just feeling so good, you know? I was like very full of carbohydrates. You know, I was well rested. I had like that new base coat of tan on me now, which looked a lot better after I showered it off. And, you know, I put on my bikini, my heels, my jewelry. I was doing some posing practice, just turned on like Beyonce music really loud in the posing room. And I was just having such a fun time. You know, I had so much energy. I just felt ready at that point, you know? I was just like, get me on stage. I just want to get on stage and have fun, you know, like bring it on. I'm ready for this. So yeah, that was Friday morning. And uh, Jack took some photos of me as well at World's Gym Brisbane, which I posted on my Instagram too. And then yeah, just chilled out for the rest of the day. So I had to drive down to the like Kapalaba area twice again. So around lunchtime, I had to drive down and get my second coat of tan. And then I came, drove back to our house. It's only about a 25 minute drive, had another meal, and then drove down again around 4 p.m. Uh, to World's Gym Bayside for the athlete registration. And you know, registered there, really cool. Um, you know, just got my number and stuff. My number was actually 113. So I was so ecstatic that my number had 13 in it because that is my favorite number. And I have no idea what the chances were of that, but 
I'm really, really glad that I got the number 13 and, you know, just caught up with some friends at the gym. Everyone's wishing each other good luck. Had the chance to uh, have a really nice chat with Lawrence Greaves, which some of you guys might know from Instagram as General Muscle, but yeah, great guy. We had a really, really good chat and it was awesome to see him and pretty much after athlete registration, just drove home, had another meal, you know, chilled out with uh, Jack and Sam for the night, got my bag all ready, and then hit the bed at like 8.30 p.m. Like, I was just out. I was ready to sleep. And, you know, on Friday, I was strategic with my caffeine intake by only having one coffee in the morning at like 6 a.m. and no caffeine after that just to guarantee that I could fall into a carb coma, you know, and just get a really, really good night's sleep before waking up on Saturday for show day, which it worked, you know? Not having caffeine can work a treat when you are caffeine sensitive, but yeah, had a really good night's sleep and then woke up on Saturday morning around 5.30 a.m. and the day was here, you know? It was show day and Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, on Friday morning, you know, after my first high carbohydrate on Thursday, woke up on Friday morning and my scale weight had actually dropped from 58 kilograms down to 57.8. So I actually entered into the 57 kilograms, which is just nuts, guys, considering that I started my prep at 68 kilograms flat, you know? So entering into the 57s, that means I'd lost over 10 kilograms over those 26 weeks, which is just nuts. Because, you know, you think about as competitors and you'll always ask your coach, and Jack and I had these discussions about, you know, like how much weight do you really think you'll lose? And sometimes it is hard to gauge, but the truth is, you know, to actually get into stage condition, it's likely going to be more than you think. So it's not usually a case of, oh, you've only got to lose like five kilograms or something. It usually is probably closer to that 10 or maybe even 15 kilogram mark for most people to actually get stage ready. So just want to say that was nuts getting into the 57. So yeah, 57.8 kilograms on Friday morning. And then on Saturday morning, I woke up at 57.9 kilograms, which is still just crazy to me because on Friday, I just felt like I was like a potato version of Tierra, like a very orange potato version. I was literally just, you know, driving around. I did a little bit of posing. I got tan and I was just eating like a lot of carbohydrates throughout the day. But luckily I stored an extra like maybe 100 grams of glycogen, I hope. But yeah, still in the 57 kilograms on show day, which was just nuts to me. But I was so happy with my morning physique that day. You know, this was by far the best I had ever looked in a fasted state. And I just felt like, oh, obviously the tan really helps, but I was just the leanest I'd ever been. You know, I was filled out and oh, I just felt good because, you know, on Friday morning after my first high carb day, I woke up and I was still really flat. You know, even Jack was like, dude, you are flat. <laughs> and I was like, all right, <laughs> I still have another two days to carve up. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, Saturday morning for show day, woke up. I had definitely filled out a lot. Like my core had a hell of a lot more definition. You know, my glute tie in, my shoulders, just everywhere. You could see a lot more of the muscle bellies because they just had more glycogen in them. So that was awesome. So yeah. That was Saturday morning, so yeah, woke up around 5.30 a.m. You know, I had about 500 milliliters of water, just a big glass of water, and then about 500 milliliters of coffee, so that's just usual for me. I always drink like a liter of fluid first thing when I wake up in the morning just to hydrate. And then, uh, yeah, pretty much I just made my breakfast. So for breakfast, I had a protein cake. So I had like 100 grams of wholemeal flour, 10 grams of raw cocoa, a scoop of protein, around 100 grams of banana. And I just blended that and microwaved it for a few minutes. And that's how I make my protein cake. And uh, to top it, you know, I put some sunflower seeds for a bit of fat. I put about 10 grams of macromike peanut butter mixed in with half a teaspoon of table salt just to get some sodium in me. 
and I also had an orange. So I ate that on the car ride to the Sleeman Center and Jack and I left around 6.45 in the morning. So probably ate breakfast around 7 a.m. And uh, yeah, I'm really glad that I chose to eat that for breakfast because, you know, it wasn't a high volume of food, but had a good amount of carbs, you know, well over 100 grams of carbs, you know, a good amount of calories and just a little bit of fat in there. It just really helped to satiate me. And also because of the low food volume, just able to keep my stomach very flat too. So yeah, that was good. And Jack and I arrived at the venue probably around 7.15 in the morning. And yeah, we went in, you know, Jack actually had to stay outside because only the competitors were allowed in, which kind of sucked. And I felt really bad because we didn't plan for that. And, you know, I just hate putting people in situations where like, they don't have anything to do. You know, I immediately feel very, very guilty and apologetic, even if it's outside my control. But yeah, I had to go backstage. You know, I got my tan and then I got my hair done. And um, Jack was just like sitting upstairs in the lobby until like 8 or 8.30 a.m. or something like that, which felt really bad because, you know, I wanted to be with him. But we weren't separated for too long. But yeah, I got my final coat of tan and I was looking frickin' dark. And then after that, I got my hair straightened by the Tegan Woodford team uh, who was doing hair and makeup backstage and they did such a good job. I swear, my hair has never been that straight before in my life. And uh, my mom also did a very good job of cutting it straight to the week before. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Uh, but yeah, it was looking good. And then at 9 a.m., we had an athlete meeting, you know, where we got spoken to by one of the head judges. And Tony Doherty actually gave a speech as well. And it was just so amazing to actually see him in the flesh because I've been following Tony, I'm sure like many other people for years, you know, and he is just so passionate about this sport and the things that he has done to promote the IFBB and to build it up, you know, worldwide, especially and in Australia, you know, just incredible. And his passion for this sport just shines through and he truly just wants the best for all competitors, you know? So it was great to hear from him. And after the athlete meeting, you know, I went and got my makeup done around 9.45 a.m. And at that time, Jack went out into the crowd and um, just saw some people, you know, because the show had actually started then at 10 a.m. So I got my makeup done. Makeup took around an hour, but it was so beautiful. I got my makeup done by this girl called Madison and oh my gosh, she's so talented. I had like this shimmery look on my eyelids and these massive fake eyelashes. So when I had my eyes open, you couldn't really see my eyelids, but when I'd shut my eyes, you know, it was just like this beautiful silver shimmer, which really went well with my jewelry and my bikini. And ah, oh, I was just feeling so good. I was just, you know, calm, you know, and I was just feeling very glammed. I've always loved getting my hair and makeup done and just being pampered. Like, that's what I love about being at these shows, you know? It's just, it's so celebratory compared to any other sport in the world, you know? Like, for example, running, you know? On, like, competition day, you still have to run a race. Like, that is exhilarating. Like, the adrenaline rush you get from that and you just exhaust yourself, right? And it ain't pretty. <laughs> but for bodybuilders, you know, all of the hard and kind of ugly work is done behind the scenes. But on show day, it's just so celebratory. Like you get to put on this crazy tan. And if you're a girl, you know, put like get your hair and makeup done and put on a beautiful bikini and shimmery jewelry and some high heels and just get on stage and strut your stuff and just show off and smile and just showcase your hard work. That's what I love about it so much compared to, you know, growing up as a kid playing every single sport under the sun. Like this is by far the best type of competition day. If you ask me, it's just very enjoyable. You know, I just find it very stress-free. <laughs> So after my makeup was done, which was around 11 a.m., I went out into the crowd and met Jack, you know, and we watched the show. And at that time, they were still doing the bodybuilding. You know, the guys took 
a long time. There were a lot of classes. They had a lot of people to get through. So yeah, the guys ran for hours, which, you know, did push the girls back quite a bit. And they did actually change the show format because usually with the IFBB, what they do is that they do pre-judging in the first half of the day, then they have an intermission. And then in the afternoon, they just bring everyone on again, you know, for the finals. But this time they pretty much just separated guys in the morning, girls in the afternoon, which actually makes a lot of sense, you know, because then people don't have to wait around because Pre-judging, that's when they decide who's gonna win, right? And that's when you do your routines and everything. And then to just make you wait around for like an extra four or six hours or something, and just to line up on stage and give you a medal, like it makes more sense to just do it just then. Similar to how they run the ICN shows, which is a format that I'm very familiar with, you know, and it just makes a lot more sense, especially for everyone to just like remember those competitors, you know, it just, get it done then and there. So yeah, that's how the show ran and uh, it was a good format, but I guess the only downside was that Jack and I had got there around 7 a.m. in the morning and Bikini was very last. So the Bikini Girls actually weren't expected to be on stage until around like 4 p.m. So it was a very long day and it did kind of interfere with what I'd planned, you know, in terms of my meals. Not that much. It really didn't make much of a difference, but I had packed myself two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh, and two little tubs of Chobani yogurt. And I was going to have one before pre-judging. So probably somewhere around like, you know, 12 o'clock or something. And then I was gonna have one about an hour before the finals, uh, which kind of just makes sense. But what I just ended up doing was I still ate them around that same time, but I just had it as my lunch. So I just had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a yogurt, you know, around 12 o'clock. And I also had a bottle of water. And then, you know, about an hour before I went on stage, so around 3 p.m., I had my second sandwich with a little bit more yogurt and a bottle of water. So that was all good. You know, it all worked out. (laughs) Uh, I still had lots of glucose in me and lots of energy. But yeah, pretty much there was quite a bit of waiting around, but the day did just fly by. Obviously the show is on, so you watch the show and there were so many phenomenal competitors there. It was just so great to see everyone, especially, you know, Peter Hartwig, who did the men's classic physique, like his posing, it is just next freaking level, like so inspirational. And as a natural bodybuilder too, he's just, um, Oh, amazing. I really, really hope this is the year that he wins his pro card because I know about two years ago, he did just narrowly miss out at the Arnold. So hopefully, fingers crossed, this is his year. And also Laura Muncy, who actually took out the figure overall, like she is just the definition of figure. She is so beautiful, such a gorgeous woman. You know, she is just built for that category. She was born for that category. And pretty much just throughout the rest of the day, you know, just catching up with clients. You know, I had quite a few girls who came to support me, like huge shout out to Monique and MJ and Candice, like you guys showing up, it just meant the world. And that was so much fun. And just catching up with so many people that you know from social media, but you've actually never met in person. You actually get to speak to them. Like that was so awesome. And uh, that's just one of the best things about this show is that it just brings so many like-minded people together who are so passionate about this lifestyle and they just live and breathe it. And we're just finally all congregated in one space. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. So yeah, pretty much around 3 p.m. I had my like pre-pump up meal. So I had another sandwich and a yogurt. And then I had three pre-pump capsules from VPA. So a pre-pump capsule, it just has 100 milligrams of caffeine in it. So about an hour before I went on stage, I just had some caffeine, you know, for some caffeine and some extra energy. And about half an hour before I started to pump up, I had a salt shot. So I had another half teaspoon of salt, you know, just with some water and um, got my tan touched up and then just, yeah, pumped up. And pretty much then it was time to go on stage. So I was on stage four times. I entered in as many categories as I could, you know, 
because why not? You know, I've worked so hard for this and I just want to be able to get on stage as many times as I can and just experience it as many times as I can. You can't really put a price on that in my opinion. You know, you work so damn hard for this. Like what's an extra 50 or a hundred bucks, you know, like people spend that, you know, without even two thoughts. So I was definitely willing to invest a little bit more money to get on that stage again. So I did bikini first timers. I did bikini juniors, which is 23 years and under on the day. I did bikini novice and I also did bikini open. And Bikini First Timers was up first, you know, so before obviously got a good pump backstage, you know, just did a lot of shoulder work, like overhead press, some lateral raises, like barbell rows, quite a few barbell RDLs, just got a good pump. And being backstage, you know, like I had pictured this moment for six months, you know, every single day when I was practicing my posing and, you know, standing at the bottom of those stairs and, you know, hearing Tony say like, and up next, Tiara Nelson. And I had imagined this moment so many times in my head and it was finally here. And the moment I stepped out on stage under those lights, like I just felt like my body was just moving, you know, I just, I felt good. I felt the energy. I felt the rhythm of the Beyonce beats just like pumping through me and I nailed it, you know, like I'm so proud of myself for nailing my posing routine and I practiced that so much. I nailed my hair flick, you know, <laughs> I really hope I got it. They got a photo of it, <laughs> but yeah, I just had so much fun, but it went by so fast, you know, like Jesus, I could, I can hardly even remember doing it. It's almost like I was just like on autopilot, but like I felt really good on autopilot, <laughs> but just having the opportunity to get up there with energy and self-confidence and just showcase my hard work. And, you know, no matter who I was going to be judged up against, I knew that I had brought my best, you know, I knew that I was so much better than the last time I was on that exact stage two years ago in 2018. Like I knew I had improved in so many ways and I was so proud of that and I really got the chance to celebrate it. So that just made me so happy and I do kind of wish it didn't go by in the blink of an eye because Man, it could have lasted at least a little bit longer. It just went by so fast. But regardless, I had a hell of a lot of fun. So after you do your posing routine, you know, they line you up on the sides. They call half the girls, you know, to the front, then the other half, and they do comparisons. And then they call out first and second call outs. And pretty much for all of my divisions, I actually didn't get any first call outs. I only got second call outs, which is perfectly fine. And... I'm okay with that and I'm content with that because I didn't go into this show with any expectations. I didn't go into this show, you know, putting enormous pressure on myself to win or something like that. Like, I fully acknowledge that this is the first time I have ever stepped on an IFBB stage, you know? My ultimate goal was to just have the experience, you know, experience an IFBB stage and bring my best physique to date, you know, be really proud of my hard work, you know, and the body that I showcased up there and to just see where I stand, right? And just set myself a benchmark so that I can get feedback, you know, and see, okay, what do I need to keep improving on? Because I fully acknowledge that I'm only 22 years old, right? This was my first time ever competing with this federation and I was up against other girls in the novice and the open category, especially who, you know, these women are seasoned competitors. They have done this show multiple times, years after years, you know, they've done the Arnold classic multiple times. God knows how many other federations, you know, and years of experience they've had competing. And then there's me, you know, a 22 year old, <laughs> a 22 year old with 22 years of muscle maturity standing up against these women who have years, possibly maybe even a decade of muscle maturity on top of me. So before I even competed, 
I was fully aware of what I was getting into, guys, all right? The IFBB is the most prestigious federation in the world for bodybuilding, all right? It is at the very top, you know, the Olympia, the Olympia, okay? And I am a little fish, and I'm the one who decided to jump into the ocean full of sharks. And don't get me wrong, right? These sharks are very friendly, they're very beautiful, but they're still sharks. And yesterday it was made very clear to me that I still need a few more years of growing until I resemble a shark. Like these women were just next level, you know, their muscle maturity, their muscle bellies, just absolutely everything, right? And obviously genetics plays into it. Obviously like height and stature plays into it because you know, admittingly, I was one of the tallest girls there. A lot of the girls were a lot shorter. So I'm 176.4 centimeters tall. A lot of these girls were probably closer to like 160 centimeters, right? So they have much larger lower bodies than me, especially, you know, our upper bodies were quite similar in terms of leanness, you know, and our cores and everything. But I think it's really just the lower body where I just got smoked, man. And no matter how many hip thrusts I've done over the last two years, right, of my improvement season and before that, you know, and all the other glute exercises and just gaining weight, you know, and trying to develop my lower body. And don't get me wrong, I am so proud of how far I have come because when I make comparisons to when I used to do long distance running, like my physique now versus a few years ago, like it's night and day. Like I look like a different person and I am so proud of that. And that is me versus me. And that is the main thing, you know, this is a self-development sport and I did develop myself, you know, and I did grow and I did put on more muscle and I did develop more shape, but I still have a long way to go, clearly, if I want to be competitive in the IFBB. And I fully agree with that. I fully understand it. I acknowledge it. I respect it, you know, and I'm not going to fight it because it's a fact. All right. It's a fact. And I can either choose to do one or two things, you know, I can take that and I can throw in the towel and say, oh no, you know, it's too hard. I'll never look like that. You know, it's all genetics. It's all drugs, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I can say, okay, you know where you stand now. You've set yourself a benchmark. You're only 22 years old. You plan to continue to live this lifestyle for the rest of your life. And you're probably going to be in your prime for the next 15 to 20 years. So why don't you keep working? And you bet I'm going with option number two because I know I have what it takes. I know I have the discipline. I know I have the drive. I know I have the work ethic and the passion to pursue this for life. And just because I didn't succeed at first doesn't mean I'm a failure. It simply just means I'm not quite at that standard yet. But that doesn't mean I never will be, you know? I will get there one day and I know that if I'm just persistent and keep showing up day after day, I know that one day I will have a physique that will be competitive amongst other IFBB bikini athletes. And I know one day I will be at the top tier, you know? I will be competing against the best of the best. It's just a matter of time and it's just a matter of goddamn work that I am willing to put in. And I just feel like the fire is lit, you know? I am so determined to be better at this point. And I will be, you know? It's all about taking that constructive feedback from the judges and applying it. I, uh, I plan on getting judges feedback, but what I'm assuming is that the top two main things will definitely be I just need more lower body size and development, especially in my glutes and probably just tweaking my posing. You know, I think my upper body's pretty close to being there. Obviously a little bit more development will never hurt, <laughs> but I think my major downside is just my lower body, you know, just with my longer limbs and compared to these other girls with bubble butts. And, you know, I certainly have built up my glutes over the years, but just not quite to that level 
yet. <laughs> but I promise you, you know, these next coming years, I will have a very, very nice set of competitive buns on me. <laughs> but you know, moving forward, I guess the game plan now is that I am still fully committed to competing at Arnold's in two and a half weeks, right? Like Jack and I already booked months ago. I made that commitment. And just because I got second call outs at this show doesn't mean I'm pulling out, you know, like if I want to be better, I need to keep working on myself. I need to keep trying. I can't just say, oh no, that's it. You know, I'm not good enough this season. Like I need to still get up there and give it my best shot. So I'm still fully committed to competing at Arnold's. I'm really looking forward to it. You know, we'll be flying down on Thursday, March 19th, and I'll be competing on Friday morning, which is March 20th. And then we've got the whole rest of the weekend, you know, to just enjoy the festival. I've always wanted to go to the Arnold Sports Festival in Melbourne, and I'm just so excited, you know, and to have the opportunity to get up there on that stage, man, it's going to be amazing, you know, no matter where I place, I just want to be able to apply the judges feedback, you know, improve upon myself, keep trying, experience it. This is my first Arnold show, but I promise you it's not going to be the last, okay? Like I am in this for the long haul, no matter how long it takes, I will keep trying. So you can't really just kick me down once and I'm not gonna stay there, okay? But yeah, so still fully committed to competing at Arnold's, but I guess the game plan after that is that, you know, it's not over, right? I am doing a total of six shows this season and I've only just ticked off one. And then after Arnold's, you know, that'll be the last IFBB show for the season. And then following that, there's the three ICN shows. So there is the Sunshine Classic, the Brisbane Classic, and then ICN Nationals down in Sydney. And those are all two weeks apart. And then three weeks after that is AWNBS. So I still plan on doing all of those four shows. And after the show yesterday and after the results were delivered, Jack and I had a very open and honest conversation about it and pretty much just came to the conclusion that, you know, my physique just isn't at the level yet to be competitive with the IFBB Bikini Girls. And I just need to accept that and be humble with that and be okay with that. And I am. But at the same time, you know, we still need to create a game plan so that I can make the most of my competitive season, you know, and really reach my potential, especially in the condition my physique is currently in. So what we've decided is that I really need to knuckle down, you know, and really aim to pursue ICN fitness and ICN sports model this season. You know, that's going to be my absolute best crack because Given the condition I'm in now, and the first ICN show is still five weeks away, I know that if I continue to work day in, day out, you know, follow the plan, knuckle down, just absolutely give this prep my all, just like I have for the last six months, just like I always plan to do for the next 12 weeks, all the way until the AWNBS show, I will look my best, you know? I will be the leanest I've ever been in my life, and I will really get to take full advantage of the state my physique is in at this point in time. You know, just because it doesn't suit the IFBB bikini criteria right now, you know, that doesn't mean that I just give up on everything, right? You know, I should take advantage of how my physique looks and, you know, try to suit it to another category, try to suit it to another division and another federation. Like, that's the smart move because I want to take full advantage of this competition season and I want to keep pushing myself. You know, I really want to test my limits and ICN fitness is a damn good way to do that because I can really, really see just how much I can knuckle down and how lean I can really get myself. You know, like they are looking for lean girls, like striated delts, you know, like very lean cores, like splits in your quads. It's exciting stuff, you know, and I'm excited to see just how far I can push myself, you know, in these next five weeks until that first show. And then I still have time to improve between the shows, you know, between 
the Sunshine Coast Classic to the Brisbane Classic, and then two weeks after that until Nationals. So it's exciting times, and it really reinforces that even if you don't dominate at your first show, it's not the end of the world, you know? Still focus on the positives, focus on your strengths, focus on what you can control and how you can still use your physique to your advantage to make the most of your competitive season. And that's exactly what I plan on doing, you know? I wanna keep holding my head high. I wanna stay optimistic. I want to keep working. I'm determined to still be better than I was yesterday, which I know I will be. And yeah, just keep moving forward, keep pushing, you know, don't throw in the towel, don't give up, just keep going, keep persisting. And that's the best, you know, advice I can give any competitor if you've ever been in the exact same place that I'm in right now, okay? Just keep chipping away, keep working, keep moving forward. Just prove to yourself how disciplined and how resilient you truly are, okay? Truly test your limits and just ultimately believe in yourself and make yourself proud and continuously strive to be your absolute best because at the end of the day, that's all you can really do in this sport, okay? It's always you versus you. It is always going to be about self-development. So you can never forget that. And I will never forget it. And that's pretty much just the mindset that I'm in right now. You know, I'm just so goddamn determined to be better. And I know that I will be better if I just keep freaking going. So moving forward, you know, my main foresight is on pursuing ICN fitness, you know, getting as lean as possible, getting freaking shredded, like really, really keen to test my limits. Obviously, I still have Arnold's coming up in 2.5 weeks, so obviously that is the first goal to take off, and I will still be working just as hard together, you know? I'll still be practicing all of my IFBB posing, working on the judges' feedback, you know, aiming to critique myself, aiming to improve in every single way possible, and just, you know, getting up on that Arnold stage for the first time and ah, having an absolute blast, so... That's first, you know, but coincided with that, I'm still going to be pushing myself very hard, you know, aiming to bring that very lean physique for ICN Fitness come the 5th of April for the Sunshine Coast Classic show in five weeks time. So pretty much moving forward, you know, right now it is right back into normal dieting, right back into normal training. Even after the show yesterday, you know, Jack and I just came home and all I wanted to eat was just a massive protein cake and a really big salad because I hadn't had my vegetables the day before, you know, and I, I missed my salads. I love my massive salads. <laughs> so I made myself, yeah, a big chocolate protein cake and a big salad, absolutely delicious, you know, and, uh, Pretty much my macros for the entire day, they weren't higher than what they usually are, you know, on a high carb day. So usually on a high carb day, they're 325 carb, 150 protein, and 35 fat. So only went a little bit over. I went to 360 carb, 155 protein, and 50 fat. So no flipping damage done. I just, yeah, I just enjoyed my my post-show meal. (laughs) Oh gosh. That's when you know that you love your diet, when like you don't have any cravings in prep, you just wanna eat your normal foods, but just in larger quantities. Like, uh, I, I definitely did enjoy that meal last night, but pretty much right back on track with dieting today. So what are we moving into now is four low carbohydrate days, and they won't be as low as what I did previously. Like I said, I'm not going back to 150 grams. Like my body does not want to be there. So based off, you know, this last week, considering that I was eating 200 grams per day, you know, my body weight still dropped by what, like 700 grams across the week, which is pretty crazy. So 
On four days, Sunday until Wednesday, I'll be eating 200 grams of carbs, 140 grams of protein, and 35 grams of fat. And then I'm going to transition into having three high carbohydrate days on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and just bringing those carbohydrates up to 325 grams. So very, very similar to my peak week, to be honest. But yeah, that's what I'm going to be transitioning into this next week, see how my body responds, and of course, you know, keep modifying the plan from there. So that's pretty much nutrition in a nutshell. And in terms of training, gosh darn, I'm just so freaking excited to train again because this last week was pretty much a deload for me, right? I only trained three times and I really only did two proper sessions, right? On Monday and Tuesday, I trained lower and upper and then Thursday, I just did that full body session. So I am so freaking psyched to get back into training this week. Like I am pumped up and I feel very recovered. <laughs> so yeah, just keep chipping away, keep moving forward, keep putting in the work and I'm just gonna keep my head held high and I'm not gonna let the results from yesterday get me down and stop me from reaching my maximum potential because it's only the first show. I have five more shows left this season. That's five more opportunities to be better and better and better. And I know that I will be. And if anything, it's just fueled my fire to be better. And I know one day, even if it's not next show or even if it's not this season, I know that one day I will be up there with the top competitors and I will be damn competitive, okay? I know I have what it takes, seriously. Just watch me. <laughs> but yeah, guys, you know, that's pretty much going to be a wrap for this episode. My first show day recap. Still five more of these left to come over the next 12 weeks, which is pretty exciting. But yeah, before I sign off, I just wanted to put out a humongous thank you again to every single person who continues to support me along this journey. And especially yesterday, every single person who sent me through a message of good luck or wishing me well or just everything in relation to the competition day like oh my gosh it was i was just overwhelmed honestly with all of the support that i received and it just blew me away and i just want to say thank you thank you thank you like I always go to an effort to say thank you to every single person and it certainly doesn't go unrecognized or like unappreciated. I appreciate every single word. So thank you so, so, so much. I am so grateful that I get to share this journey with other people. You know, it's uh, it really makes the journey worthwhile, to be honest. Like actually recording these podcasts is one of the best parts of this competition season. So yeah, guys, if you did enjoy this episode, please feel free to tell your family and friends about it. You know, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag myself, tag the bodybuilding dietitians, and I will catch you next week.